Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to an episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. We are live on YouTube and ColorCast, so join us. We are live. It is Sunday, January 2nd, and that means it's our belly up pregame shows. We got slates of shows all day long. Uh, hopefully, I know there was might have been some video issues, but hopefully you guys on the video side enjoyed uh, TSS Fantasy. I know there were some video problems, but that's okay. Uh, technology issues, they're great. So they'll, they'll get the video up, their audio's up for you. Um, so hope you guys enjoy that. Again, this is our Sunday Billy Up pregame where we got shows all day long. If you're watching the video version, um, the audio version you can listen to whenever you want. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that. This podcast, again, is brought to you by Belly Up Sports. If you go to bellyupsports.com, check out all the blogs, uh, podcast stuff there as well. Uh, podcast can also be live on ColorCast. ColorCast is a app only for Apple right now um, that can have – you can commentate live games. You could uh, do live podcasts like we are now. I'm doing my live Chicago Bears stuff. So – Check all that stuff out. It's only for Apple. Um, so again, if you're watching the video version, this is the Belly Up Sports Network Sunday Belly Up pregame Sunday. We have podcasts leading up every hour on the hour leading up to the first afternoon kickoff. So hopefully you guys enjoy TSS Fantasy. Um, we are going to go over the schedule. So anybody listening on ColorCast, check this stuff out. Um, we are going to get the schedule up. 
for everybody that watches the video version. We are going to get this up. So from 8 to 9 Eastern time, you have TSS Fantasy from 9. This is all Eastern time. I am Central time. 9 to 10 Eastern time, you have your Bears pregame with me, Coach Steve, on the Coach Steve Show. Then 10 to 11, you've got Zach Kyleman, DJ, Kelsey, and the crew for 4th and 4. And then 11 to 12, you got Rough Cut, Sportscast, and then finishing it off up until that kickoff. 12 to 1 Eastern time, MD's Fantasy Football. Every single Sunday until we're done. Until... It's over. You know, the Bears only got two more games. Then I'll be done. But it's we're almost there. NFL slowly wrapping up. And then we'll, as a network, figure this out. What we want to do, there'll be sports stuff going on throughout till the NFL is over. But this is every single Sunday. So make sure that you guys are checking that stuff out um, today. Um, uh, hopefully you guys are watching all that today. Today, we are going to talk about, of course, the Chicago Bears. We are going to dive into different NFL um, topics that are going on that I found interesting. Uh, so we'll just go over a little bit of what's been going on in the NFL, just little topics. And then we're going to discuss a little bit of the Bears versus the Seahawks last week because some things have led up into this week. And then we'll talk about the uh, New York Giants versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, on this snowy Sunday afternoon in Chicagoland area in the city and the suburbs here. We got nice snow. Uh, so we're going to be discussing all of that. And then leading up to the next part. Uh, Lehman Talk Show, what's up on ColorCast? We are live on ColorCast. We are live on YouTube. Live on the Belly Up Facebook and Twitter pages as well. What's up? Good morning. Uh like I said, we're going to talk about a little bit of NFL topics. Uh, then we'll go over what happened with the Bears and the Seahawks, how they pulled off that win over the Seahawks and snowy Seattle, and then talk about the Bears versus the Giants. I like to call this uh, the toilet bowl. Is what I like to call it with the Bears and the Giants. So we'll get a nice toilet bowl going on. At least we're not as bad as the Jaguars. If you are a Jaguars man, I apologize. But at least we are not that bad. Um, so if any of that stuff interests you, please like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Follow the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Rate it, share it, be a friend, tell a friend. If you don't like it, it's fine. Just just pretend that you didn't listen to it. Um, but I appreciate that. Yeah, like I said, we're live on YouTube and ColorCast. So what's good morning? What's up, everybody? Um Again, check out Belly Up Podcast Network, bellyupsports.com. Podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and is back to the basics, books, and drills. If you go to coachstonefootball.com, check out all the books he has. Um, I know his very first book, he was gracious enough to send me some of his books. The first one's over five, 600 pages. It's ridiculous. He works really hard at these books. He's got books on offense, defense, any, literally anything out there he's got, and he's always coming up with something new. Uh, and also check out on coachstonefootball.com, you could check out um, magazine these uh, free info magazines that myself, Coach Bastier, Coach Mills, uh, Coach Sheffer, Coach Stone, um, and others that have written. We've written these articles, <clears throat> and uh, it's just free football info if you guys are interested. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if you go to coachstonefootball.com, check out all of his books, check out the magazine for free. 
Uh, his website's the best place to get the books. If you're a football coach like me, you'll never have to look up another drill again. I promise. And if you're looking for an energy drink for that midday pick-me-up but don't want the crash that happens after about an hour or so, are you looking for a pre-workout before you go on your the gym or go for a run but you don't want one that's going to give you all the jitters? Well, if you go to swiftlifestyles.com, you're going to get just that. It's a clean nutritional drink for any part of your day. And I know Twitch and being a gamer is a big thing. They want to sponsor gamers. So if you're on Twitch all the time and you're thinking about doing this, if you... Uh, if you're already on there, if you're just thinking about it, they want to talk to you. So this is going to help you out as well to get your name out there. Um, so if you go to swiftlifestyles.com, check out all that. It comes in a tub. It looks like literally a pre-workout. Um, and you'll get 30 servings. And if you need a shaker, they've got shakers. They've got stuff for you. If you go to swiftlifestyles.com, Coach Steve Show, all one word, you will save 15% off your order. So go do that. Help support the podcast. It lets them know that I sent you. Um, it helps support the podcast and everything else. Um, so thank you so much. Let's dive in. <clears throat> we have a spammer in the comments, so we will get rid of that. Thank you. This is the part of going live. It's raw and uncut. So to start it off, the great John Madden had passed away this week. Um, people know him from his Madden video games, which, you know, I play. But he was a football coach, winning his coach in Raiders history, I believe. Uh, was That's what he was known for, was being a football coach. He then went to the broadcast booth. Um, he was a guy that just kind of commentated the way he wanted to commentate. So speaking of color cast and commentating on sports games, that'd be a great place to go. If you want to be like a John Madden and just commentate the way you want to commentate. And that's kind of one of what, if that's what you're looking to do with your life and that part of your career, color cast is a great place. And I'm not plugging that in, but it was just weird that color cast is out, you know, people are getting involved and then, you know, John Madden passes away and they talk about it. And I'm just letting people know if you want to be like him, that's the place to go. But rest in peace. We pray for his family, uh, change the game of football, the way they commentate coaching, and then he always wanted to make sure that the Madden games were perfect during that time. As you know, you, you could tell in the Madden games that they've gotten better over time. The graphics, um, the realisticness of football. But he even said, if you're going to make this game, it's got to be super realistic. It can't you know, be this fake thing to an extent, like to the best ability. It still has to be a video game. It still has to, you know, this, this, and that, but he wants it to be as realistic as it possibly can. And that's what they did every single year. I've had Madden all the way up. I haven't gotten the new one, but I've had it from PS times, PS two times, you know, everything, a bunch of football games, but Madden I've had from the, maybe not from the get go, but you know, pretty early on when you're a kid and I've gotten it every single year even though some things don't change uh, but he ch he changed video games he changed coaching he changed broadcasting and I thought it was funny listening to people talk about him how he was afraid of flying and he just took a bus everywhere and he got to meet people he loved meeting people so rest in peace John Madden legendary figure um Seeing that documentary, listening to people talk about him, 
uh, was a cool thing to see. I recommend the younger. F- I mean, I didn't watch him coach, but I knew about him more than probably the younger guys. So, all right, rest in peace, John Madden. You changed the game. Uh, thank you so much for everything that you have done for football. Um, I'm sure people flocked to um, get the new Madden game that's out. Um, moving along in the NFL, like I said, there's there's just some topics to go over before we get into the Bears. This is what the plan is. Um, you know, these big podcasts have production meetings because there's so many people that work on them. It's just me. I'm the one. It's me. I have a guest. I edit video, edit the audio. So it's just me. Production meetings are me sitting at my laptop looking at the Google Doc going, what am I going to talk about this week? Um, Big Ben came out and said, Big Ben Roethlisberger came out and said that his game here at Heinz Field may be his last. Now, I can't quite remember if we heard this already from him before, but we've heard retirement talks before, and he said this is probably going to be his last. He probably, Big Ben probably should have retired after the COVID year, if not before the COVID year. You know, he is beat up. They called him Big Ben because he's big. He would run. It was hard to tackle him. And over time, those hits have taken its toll. And you can tell he's not as fat or well, age. Father time, as we know, is undefeated. Uh, Big Ben's clock, his sand, has gotten to the bottom. He does have glimpses of the old Big Ben. I've seen watching some of the Steelers games that I've watched, especially when the Bears played. He still makes... There's times he'll make those throws like he did years ago. Moves around the pocket like he did years ago. He takes hits or hits people with throw in the shoulder and boom, like he did years ago. So he came out and said this will probably be the last time he plays um, at Heinz Field. Which is sad because he is a Steeler legend. He has done a lot for the game of football. So I just thought it would be appropriate no matter what. Um, no matter what podcast topic we're doing, you got to bring up John Madden, obviously. And then I think you just have to bring up um, Big Ben because he's played for so long. He's done so much for the game of football. Um, it's so much for the Steelers. You know, he's brought two Super Bowls in. He he's probably their best um, quarterback ever, if I'm appropriate to say that. Uh, but it was just a topic to bring up that we might not see him play after this year because their season has been up and down. It's it's been fine, um, but it's been up and down. They've been good. They've done bad. Um, and, you know, he's done a lot. If we look at or try to find some of his stats here. Um, goodness, you know, 64.5% completion 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, 63,721 yards, 416 touchdowns, 209 interceptions. But I mean, geez, like that's, that's a lot. Um, then they go with, with his, you know, you know, they win their first game against Buffalo, which was huge. And that's why there's glimpses, but then you lose to, um, you know, the Rams and then Cincinnati and Green Bay. Then you go on this win streak of Denver, Seattle, Cleveland, Chicago. And they're close wins, but that's the Steeler way is they're going to win close games. They're going to do that because it's Big Ben. Then they lose two more. Then they beat Baltimore, which is huge. And then it's just, you know, it's back and forth. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins. So the playoffs may not quite be there for them. They may not be. Uh, heading to the playoffs, obviously. But he's done everything he could. I just wanted to bring up Big Ben. You know, two Super Bowl titles. Um, won a lot of games. He's passed a lot. Uh, I'm sure he's got way more rushing yards on there. That, um, Especially going to Miami of Ohio, coming into the league. So this has just been a good career for Big Ben. We'll probably He's probably going to be done. Uh, that that body has taken a beating. So, you know, congratulations to Big Ben if this is it. Uh, I know he loves Pittsburgh, you know, to finish out your career with one team. A lot of people don't get to do, uh, you know, not even like Brent Favre didn't do that. Peyton Manning didn't do that. Tom Brady's not going to do that unless he goes back to New England. So, you know, in our day and age, I know Drew Brees, I mean, he started off the Chargers. So if you really want to say his whole career with the team, you can't. I mean, he spent 98% of his career with the Saints, but yeah, so next one that we're going to talk about is uh, all the COVID stuff is going crazy in sports. We're getting guys left and right in all pro sports going on, uh, hockey, NFL, NBA, Guys are having to sit out whether it's they're testing positive, um, they've been exposed, and they showed a symptom, but they, and they, I think if they test now, they came back. So this NFL COVID protocol, and I don't know all of it because it's changed every single day. It's going up and down, up and down. It's changed, 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 changed. So you got guys sitting out left and right, and then the CDC came out and changed their quarantine to... I think if it's it's down from 10 to 5, if you stop showing symptoms, and I think that's for, like, I don't even know if that, that might be for unvaccinated people. I'm not sure, but I know if you're vaccinated, that if you're not showing symptoms within the five days, then you can come back and then, like, test negative and everything else. <clears throat> um, for example, I know, like, Carson Wentz was unvaccinated, and he tested positive. Um 
So the talk about him coming back to play, um, like yeah, I believe this was yesterday, the Colts activated quarterback Carson Wentz from the reserve COVID-19 list Saturday, clearing him to start today against the Las Vegas Raiders. Wentz, who had been activated from the list by Colts Saturday uh, by 4 p.m. Eastern time, should be eligible to play Sunday. Um, he His COVID symptoms have to be resolved or improved by Sunday morning, according to news and NFL policy. Wentz, who was unvaccinated, tested positive for COVID-19 earlier this week. The NFL and NFLPA adjusted their protocols this week to follow the CDC's new guidelines. However, clearing players to return from the COVID-19 list after just five days if they are asymptomatic or demonstrate that their symptoms are lessening. Um, He's been meeting virtual with them. So let's read that again. The NFL and NFLPA adjusted their protocols to follow the CDC's new guidelines. However, clearing players to return from COVID-19 list after just five days, if they are asymptomatic or demonstrate their symptoms are lessening, so that, you know, if you have no symptoms, if it's less, uh, instead of waiting the 10 days, apparently you can come back. And they, like, we're not going to get deep political. But the NFL came out at the beginning of the year saying they will not reschedule games they will not move games because they're going to tell everybody to get vaccinated so that was their way of saying you get vaccinated because we're not doing this we all knew that was going to be a load of crap because of how they were able to move games in 2020 like I believe there was a point in time where we had NFL games on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I even think we had it on Wednesday. I think we had football every day besides like a Friday. And I could be wrong or it was just like this year where we had football games every day except for like a Wednesday and Friday. Those were like the only two days. But we had football games every day. Then there was times where we're like, hey, they're supposed to play at 12, but we're going to move it to play at 4. Uh, we're going to have two Monday night football games. We're going to have three Monday games. They might have to play at 12. They might have to play at 1. But they're going to play. So we've seen how they're able to do that. But all of a sudden, coming into the year, they they claim they're not going to move games. They're not going to reschedule. We all know that's a load of crap because you have the flexibility and the capability of doing that. So don't tell us you can't. And then we all know that Roger Goodell and the owners, the entire NFL, it's money. So a couple weeks ago, they really, I mean, you had guys sitting out kind of throughout the year. There'd be a guy here, a guy there. Whether it was the rules of being exposed or whether it was whatever. Again, we're not getting political. I don't know. I don't care. You've got rules. you got your rules. you got what whatever. My views are irrelevant. But then when you had all of a sudden, I think 20-some on a team, I think it was the Cleveland Browns, there was one team, I cannot remember, it's, you know, the team escapes me. They only had like 20-some active players because of exposures, testing positive. Well, then all of a sudden, uh, guys, let's uh, move this time back on Sunday. Hey, guys, oh, 
they need this many days to be quarantined. Let's move the game to Tuesday. Oh, this game on Thursday or whatever. Let's move it to Monday. Like all of a sudden they start moving it. And that video surfaces of him saying, we are not going to reschedule. We're not going to change the game just because of testing positive. That is a team thing. They're going to get vaccinated. Um, and we're not going to move it. Then the moment you start getting guys that have to sit out, whether they test positive, whether they were around somebody, whether you know their team has this rule or whatever it is, oh, we're going to move the game. So we knew that was going to happen. But the COVID thing is just changing every day. Their protocols are changing, how they're testing. Are they going to test once or twice a week now? Um, now the quarantine is five days instead of 10 days. Um, I think if they test positive, then they don't have to test for 90 days. Um, if you're unvaccinated, you still have to follow certain protocols. Uh, and then some are saying if you're vaccinated and you show no symptoms and you have an exposure, you don't test. Stuff like that. So they're changing it left and right, and I can't keep up with it. So it's just crazy. I would hate to have that job to be the guy that has to know everything that's going on. You know, with these protocols and say, this is what we're going to do here. This is what we're going to do here. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. Absolutely crazy. I can't keep up with it, but I wanted to bring that up to see if anybody out there had any thoughts about it because it's just insane of how it's changed left and right. Uh, but Carson Wentz is going to play. Other players that are just positive throughout the week are coming back because it's been within the five days. But what sucks is you sit out. You know, you can work out at home. You're, you're sitting at home. You can work out at home, especially these guys that got the big houses or apartments or condos. Then you come back, and then you have. There's going to be some rust, I think. Even if you're an NFL guy, you're not out there in practice. You're not having the guy run routes to throw to him. You're not running your routes. You're not blocking. There is going to be some rust there. It's going to be some rust. We saw some of it with the Bears. The Bears players had to sit out, and then going to Seattle, there was some rust. And I mean, you had snow too, but there was some rust. So I've seen it um, from my team personally. Um, so the COVID thing is just running rampant. Uh, but Carson Wentz gets to play good for him. The Colts are fighting with this playoff stuff, so good thing for them. Moving right along, Jacksonville Jaguars head coach in search. You know, I've, I'm just going to bring this up just because I have been on this podcast or color cast and have been critical of Urban Meyer, and I have talked about it. Um, so we're going to look at this short little article to talk about who they think we're going to hire and who or who they think they're going to talk to and try to hire. Because now I believe they're in that window where they can start talking to coaches if they coach in the NFL and all that stuff. That two-week window thing is also uh, a little bit strange. Uh, if, you know, within that two weeks you can go talk to a head coach even though they're currently coaching right now. Um, kind of weird, kind of weird, I think, but is what it is. So Jacksonville Jaguars, they started requesting interviews with candidates for their head coaching vacancy. They may not zero in on somebody quite yet. Um, one of them they've tried to talk to is um, – list of candidates include Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. Now they tried to talk to Dan Quinn, but Dan Quinn then uh, – he came out and he decided not to go take that interview. He might take it later on. Just depends on how long they wait, how long they're doing that for. But he decided, I'm not going to focus on. Well, one, I think he doesn't want that mess. He's seen a mess in Atlanta at the end. Now, some of it may have been because of him. 
but I think he's like, hey, Cowboy, we're we're pretty good this year. They have a good defense. Their offense can be really good when they're clicking. He's got to focus on the playoffs. They're focusing, looking towards the Super Bowl. So he'd rather focus on that. And I think he knows that it's it's quite the mess in Jacksonville. So I don't even think he wants to touch that. So they're gonna they want to try to talk to Kellen Moore. They wanted to try to talk to Dan Quinn, um, Packers offensive coordinator Nathan Hackett. Then I guess Doug Peterson either has interviewed or have been talked about interviewing um, former Detroit Lions coach Jim Codwell, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive coordinator Brian Leftwich, and then defensive coordinator Todd Bowles as well. Um, defensive coordinator for the Colts, Matt Everest. And um, according to the article, Quinn and Brian Leftwich have already turned down interviews. Now, whether that's they just don't want to interview right now, uh, maybe they'll do it later on. Because it says uh, Quinn isn't interested in interviewing right now, um, but not because he didn't want to or because it's a bad fit. Rather, he said he focuses on the task at hand, getting ready for the playoff. And then Leftwich said something similar and said that he's focused on his football game on Sunday. Then on the other hand, Peterson, who was expected to meet Jack Wires, he was supposed to meet them last Thursday. Looks like the encounter went as planned. So Doug Peterson has interviewed with them. Now I'm on record on the podcast and on Color Cast. Um, that was a big time, not a big time show, but it's a good one. I've said Doug Peterson. I want the Bears to talk to Doug Peterson. Um, I think the way that his offense can work with the players that the Bears have would work. Um, but again, Doug Peterson, I think, is friends with Matt Nagy. So who knows if Doug would even want to coach. I call him Doug like I know him. I don't know if he'll want to take that job. Who knows? Uh, Jaguars seem like a mess after all of, of what's happened with Urban Meyer. But Doug Peterson has interviewed, either has interviewed or is going to interview. Um, they think they're not going to hire right now that because they have to take their time with the right head coach. Um, like they said, just because Quinn and Leftwich declined to interview right now doesn't mean they won't interview once they have more time. They say it's too early in the process to like worry about that. Um, Quinn has reinvented himself, you know, being the defensive coordinator. Leftwich coached with Bruce Aarons, I believe, in Arizona, and then has done a good job. Now he does have Tom Brady. So well, it'd be a test to see his offensive mind. Um, there's several candidates on the Jaguars list. All of them have something to bring to the table. Be interested to know how the meeting went with Peterson. Um, so one name that's appearing for them is him, but I also think a name that's not brought up enough, and I am very guilty for not bringing this up for the Bears because I think it could work too, is Jim Codwell. He got a – I mean, he did good with the Colts. He was doing fine with the Lions, and then they just immediately get rid of him. So, I mean – he got a bad deal with the Lions, um, done well there, and hasn't gotten a job since. I don't know why if he's being blackballed. I don't know if he did who who he made mad, but I think he deserves a shot. So whether the Bears, if they get rid of Matt Nagy, which they should, and we'll talk about it soon, if they get rid of him, he's a name that could brought up like a guy that's going to come in and be a CEO and a head coach, and a guy's going to get the guys to play hard. So that's a name for Jacksonville or like the Bears. So those two, Peterson and Codwell, probably should go either one. So Jacksonville, Keenan. Now, I'm a Bears fan, but if you're talking about the Jaguars and you're looking for, 
you can go one of two ways. Caldwell will have X's and O stuff. I think you have to know that stuff being in the NFL. But it's what do you need? And you don't have to rush this higher, but what do you need to come in and fix the program? It's the same thing with the Bears, but at least the Bears didn't have any of that crap going on with Urban Meyer. At least Matt Nagy doesn't do that. People say Matt Nagy's a nice guy, and I believe he's a nice guy. He's probably a guy you want to sit and have a beer with, but just not working out with the Bears. But with the Jaguars, you need like a culture builder now because Urban Meyer did not build a culture. He actually destroyed it. He kind of he wanted to come in and build a culture, but he destroyed whatever was there. I always thought about a culture when when a head coach gets hired. It's like you're building a house, right? So when a head coach gets hired, you try to lay the foundation, and then you start to build the walls. Then you start building levels and all that. And then if that coach leaves or gets fired, you bring in another person. Well, they're just going to add on to it like another wing. So they lay their foundation. They're not going to touch the other one because you can't you can't do anything with it now. And you don't want to talk bad about that, but you can look at it from afar and say, okay, I didn't like this window being placed here, so we're going to put it here. Um, you know that wall there doesn't need to be there, so we won't put the wall there. Um, you know, so that's the way I look at coaching. So Urban Meyer come in, put a foundation in the wall as well. Foundation cracked, walls cracked. I don't even think he got to the painting of the house. So they need somebody to come in and have a solid foundation, build sturdy walls, and build the levels. I don't think you could go wrong if they hired Doug Peterson or Jim Caldwell, but Caldwell would probably come in. Peterson would come in and have immediate impact on the offense. I believe. I think his offense is probably suited more towards Chicago and the wide receivers they have uh, with Justin Fields and all that more than Jacksonville. But you come in, build the foundation up. I think that'd be a better way to go with that. But, you know, I don't think they're going to go wrong with either one. Uh, So there is that with Jacksonville. Before we move on and we discuss more on the Chicago Bears versus the Seahawks, we'll recap that a little bit, then we'll dive into a little bit more of the Bears versus the Giants. But first, football coaches out there, for your linemen, are their helmets were their helmets getting scuffed up during your season, during your inside run period, uh, back during your season? Um, do you already know they're going to get scuffed up if you have spring ball or heading into the summer um, if so, there's a way to protect those shells and reduce those repetitive blows your guys are taking each and every week. It is Guardian Caps. Guardian Caps reduces 20 to 33% of the impact. It really focuses on the big guys in the trenches, and we all know that you cannot win without the guys in the trenches. It is worn by five NFL teams and 200-plus colleges like Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Washington, and Penn State. Uh, if you go to guardiansports.com slash guardiancaps, that's where you can find them. You use that website or click, click in the description below. Use the code 15 off. It is good for 15% off your order at Guardian Caps. So you'll get them, put them right over the helmet. You can wear them in practice. You can wear them just individual drills, whatever you're doing. It's going to help protect. Well, it's going to save the helmet, number one. Number two, it's just something that takes the impact. You're not leading with your head, obviously, but if anything hits the head, it's going to absorb into that. It's not going to absorb into the helmet. So it's going to save the helmet. It's going to save the impact for anybody. Again, if NFL teams are wearing them and college teams are wearing them, something's going right. So, again, if you go to Guardian Sports 
dot com slash guardian caps code 15 off it's going to say 15 percent off your order let them know that i sent you and it helps support the podcast for all you football coaches out there greatly appreciate it thank you guardian caps for supporting the podcast also you coaches if you're a coach and you've got a guy that wants to be a kicker a younger guy that's a developing kicker um and he's not reaching the end zone every time it's probably the kickoff tee believe it or not the old school kickoff tee the orange ones no good. You need to upgrade that bad boy. So it's probably or not, it's probably the kickoff tee. Okay. So I've got the perfect one for you. It's Launchpad Kickoff Tee. The reason why you want to go get this tee, when you buy the tee, it's going to come with a manual to tell you exactly how to place the football. I didn't know you could strategically place a football and do what you needed. In the NFL, you see it standing straight up. You see the old school orange ones and everything else. There's a strategic way. The reason why you want to get this because it's going to give you that option on squib kicks onside kicks and it's going to help get the ball into the end zone as well it's legal for ncaa and nfhs which is high school uh launch pad kickoff tee is a game changer it's got flaps on the side um where if i didn't know if you put the football up um a little higher or a little lower it's going to go farther and it tells you where the sweet spot is like there's stuff on there i didn't know um even as football coach i didn't know that stuff um, if you go to launchpadkickofftcom slash CSS and use the code CSS when you're checking out to get a kickoff tee, you're going to save 10%. Um, if you also use that link and that code and you try to buy two, you're going to get a discount. And then there's a four-pack. Well, when you use launchpadkickofftcom slash CSS and code CSS, when you buy that four-pack, you're only going to pay for three. They're going to give you that fourth one free. So you can't save money unless you use that link. In the description, type it in, and the code CSS to save money, believe it or not. So get that T. It's going to help your football players out. Um, you need it. It's a game changer. Uh, thank you, Launchpad Kickoff T, for um, sponsoring the podcast. Longtime sponsor. I think it's been a year, year or so. So thank you so much. All right. Real quick, let's talk about the Chicago Bears versus the Seahawks, and that's going to lead into what is happening with the Bears versus the Giants, which I don't know if it's quite the toilet bowl game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. But it's close enough. It's as close to a toilet bowl as we can get. But again, I think we're better than the Giants, so we'll find out in this game. But I think the Bears are also better than the Jaguars. So at least we're not quite that toilet bowl level, if that's the right way to guess, say that, I guess. So the Bears had played the Seahawks um, last time, you know, during that Sunday after Christmas. 
and it was snowing there um so we knew that the terrain would be a little more difficult um the seahawks had been struggling but russell wilson is still their quarterback you still have lockett and all of them a wide receiver you still have got some of those defensive guys so you knew it was going to be a little rough or that or excuse me that the seahawks would be capable of just popping off and scoring if they needed to. And, you know, going into halftime, Seattle was up 17-7 to on the Bears. Well, then the Bears finally, I think, just said screw it and started to play much better, and they come down in the snowy conditions and get the win 25-24. Now, the Bears were out of the playoffs. I mean, it's been over. I mean, we knew at some point in the middle of the season, like, we're not going to make the playoffs the way we're playing, and then we got mathematically kicked out. But you have to give the Bears credit where credit is due. Being down 17-7 to against Seattle, who has the confidence. Um, Nick Foles got the start because Andy Dalton wasn't there, and then Justin Fields is hurt, I guess. So wasn't going to play him, so Nick Foles gets the start. He hasn't played. I can't remember if it wasn't. Yeah, he never played. Um, or he didn't start since November of 2020, I believe. So it's been a while. Uh, but Nick Foles comes in 24-35, 250 yards and a touchdown. So he did what he needed to do. Um, the Bears had a hard time getting the run game going. You know, Dan Montgomery, uh, 21 carries, only 45 yards and a touchdown. So they kind of struggled in the run game. Um, yeah, nearly a year after he took uh, – since he took a snap in a game, Nick Foles showed he still has some of that Super Bowl MVP talent in his right arm. He did. He was moving around the pocket a little bit. See, so going into this game, I've, I've said this, the Bears, in order to win, you know, they have to move the pocket for Justin Fields. Well, when you got Nick Foles, it becomes a little different. You can't quite move the pocket because he's not quite as athletic. Now you could shift the pocket and everything, but now that you've got snow, it's going to be more drop back passes. It's going to be play action. But then he showed in, in his legs that he was still able to move around. He moved around a little bit and made some throws. Short game. He was on the money for most of the game, on the hitches, on the slants. He can get rid of the ball quick. He can read the defense better than um, Justin Fields right now because he, he's seen it all. I mean, he's played for a long time. He won the Super Bowl against the Patriots. So, I mean, against the Patriots, you're going to see all types of exotic stuff. And he proved when he was on the Eagles, RPOs and play actions, he can now. With Matt Nagy sticking his nose into the offense, we know that those aren't always the case. But we saw some play actions. We saw quick throws and all of that. But we just couldn't get the run game going. Seattle looked at the Bears and said, okay, you're good at running the football. You have been all year, especially on zone. The Bears cannot run power or anything like that to save their life. So so they're going to run – wide zone, inside zone. You're going to see some pin and pull where it's based off the inside zone where you're down blocking and maybe both guards pull, maybe your guard pulls, maybe your center pulls, maybe your tackle pulls. And they only do that to keep them on their toes. You'll see them run power sometimes. You're going to see them run that stuff. But they just do that to keep their defense honest. And the reason why they run pin and pull is because, okay, it's based off inside zone. We don't have to add anything. So that's what you're going to see the Bears do. Uh, but with Nick Foles, it's good to play action, all that. But they couldn't get the run game going. So for the Bears to stand there and say, okay, we can't run the ball, and they still come back and win. Now the defense had to step up. Uh, 
to only hold Seattle to a score in the second half in the third quarter, and that's it. The Bears' defense stepped up, and they've done it all year, but this has been years. Their defense steps up all the time, and so this this is not something that uh, we're not used to or should be shocked about. Um, Russell Wilson did not have a bad game, 16 of 27, 181 yards and two touchdowns in the snowy conditions. No turnovers for him, no – but he only had one guy for the um, rushing. I mean, rushing the Bears had a hard time, and that's going to happen when you have hurt guys on defense. This is what's going to happen. Rashad Penny had 135 rushing yards. Now, flip side, Bears cannot get the run game going. Like I said, Montgomery had 45 yards. Herbert only gets two carries again, and I'm beating a dead horse here. Why does he not get the ball more? I don't understand it. And when he got the ball on one of them, they ran like an inside zone. Bounced it to the outside and got to the end zone, like how quick he is. Two carries, 21 yards, and a touchdown. Like, he needs to see the ball more. He needs to see both of them in the backfield. I am sorry. Um, But, again, this is what Nick Foles is going to give you. He's going to spread the love. So, like Montgomery, if you couldn't run the ball, he's going to be your leading receiver for 61 yards. Mooney had 57 yards. Komet had 49 yards. Jimmy Graham got involved. He had a touchdown. Nick Foles loves Jimmy Graham. Um... When you saw um, Coach Laser calling plays last year, you saw Jimmy Graham a lot, especially in the red zone, and Nick Foles like, I'm going to throw it to the 6'6 guy that's going to post up. He had 30 yards. Goodwin had 23 yards. So Foles is really good at distributing the ball to different people and keeping the defense also Okay, he's going to throw it here. He's going to throw it to this guy. He's going to throw it to this guy. That's what Foles brings to the table. But who knows if Foles will be a bear next year. Um, if they bring Doug Peterson in, he probably will. Doesn't mean he's going to play, but he'll be there to help out. But after the game, I'm paraphrasing Nick Foles talking about the offense, and I know they posted. They said this is what he's really saying. Like he said, like the ESPN answer, and really he's saying Matt Nagy doesn't know what he's doing. And you've seen Nick Foles on the sideline, like mouth offense isn't working. So he's been, and I think there's been stories throughout the couple years that he and Nagy have butted heads about offense and everything. I couldn't imagine if Jay Cutler was there. Um, Maybe we would do better, I don't know, but if Jay Cutler was there, maybe he and Nagy would butt heads. I have no idea if the offense wasn't working this way. Um, So he did enough to pull out the win. So the Bears have a little bit of momentum coming into the Giants because just because we're not making the playoffs, these guys still want to play football. They're still competing. They they want to get paid. Um, and the fans, they're playing for the fans. They're playing to finish out the year strong because you want to end the year strong going into the offseason. Try to get guys to show up and play, especially because of the head coaching stuff and everything else. Uh, but the So we're, we're recapping that. We're going to head into the Bears versus the Giants. And what they need to do, but it also might be this might be the year that we might not see Russell Wilson in Seattle. Um, one a couple things could happen. I don't know if they'll fire Pete Carroll. Russell Wilson this past offseason, I believe, had talked about being traded, talked about free agency and all that. And he's come on and said he would he hopes it's not his last games. Maybe last time we see him in Seattle, but he says, I, you know, he doesn't want to be his last snaps with Seattle. He, he said he knows it's not his last snap ever, but he doesn't know if it's going to be his last snap with the Seahawks. Um, 
Seahawks have kind of had a fall from grace. You know, they had the Legion of Boom. They've won, some, you know, won a Super Bowl. I can't remember if they won two, but they've been there. They should have ran the ball against the Patriots. But it's possible that it could be the last time we see Pete Carroll with Russell Wilson. He might move on. I know he wanted to go to the Bears. I don't know if they should do that now because I'm not big on Justin Fields, but with how committed they are, if they're going to bring him in, whatever it is, or are they going to fire Pete Carroll because they have not had a good year? Who knows? Because are they going to try the experiment like the Patriots where if Russell Wilson leaves, can Pete Carroll bring the team up? I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up. We've seen them together for so long. Russell Wilson has had a great career at Seattle. Who knows if it's the last one. Um, So the Bears are going to host the New York Giants this Sunday at noon. I have not seen the Bears as a favorite in a while. They are a 60% favorite right now. The spread. You mean the over-under is 36.5, and and the spread is minus 6 for the Bears. Like, that's crazy, but it is, it snowed all day uh, yesterday. Looking outside, you're seeing snow. There's still some snow falling a little bit. So it's going to be snowy conditions in Chicago. Now the Giants playing in New York, I don't think it's going to bother them. But that's where the Bears have always had an advantage at home is the wind, whatever rain they have, the snow, and the cold, mainly the cold. It is cold outside, I believe. Uh, let's see if they have it on here for me. They say the weather is 26 degrees. It feels like 4 or 5 this morning when I got up and went outside. So it's going to be cold. It's going to be snowy. It's what the Bears need. Um, real quick, guys. They do not sponsor this podcast. But if you're looking, shout out to Coach McPherson. This is his his brand, his play fast football. If I could figure it out, play fast football. That's his logo. It's a hat. I actually won this hat, but it is comfy. I wear it every so often because, especially Bears time, I can wear my Bears hat, but sometimes it's the closest hat. It's orange, you know, it matches. So shout out Coach McPherson and his play fast football. They do not sponsor it, but free for you guys. Go check out Coach Mac's YouTube stuff. Great stuff. I got to get him back on the podcast. I've said it for probably a month now. But anywho, so the the Bears host the New York Giants. Toilet bowl time. The Giants are four and eleven. They're only one and seven on the road. They are a home team. So three of those four wins have come at home. They are one and seven away. But the Bears are only two and five at home. So the Giants um seem I know, I know there was a point where they played better on the road, but the record shows otherwise. Um, now, coming into the game, uh, you know, Keem Hicks is still questionable. Andy Goldman, defensive tackle, still questionable. Our offensive tackle, Jason Peters, is questionable. It's all over the place. Andy Dalton is going to be starting uh, over Nick Foles. That has rubbed people the wrong way because – well, Justin Fields apparently is still hurt or whatever that case is. Whatever. I think they just don't want to play him and get him hurt for the future. But you're taking away reps from a rookie that needs the reps. He's got to, you know, if he's actually hurt, because I know he had the rib thing. If he's actually 100% hurt, fine. Don't play him. But if he's capable of playing, 
play him. Now, you, those words just did just come out of my mouth to play Justin Fields. I am on record many of times. I don't hate Justin Fields. I just didn't like the pick because we needed other things. We have Nick Foles. We have Andy Dalton who could have. We've seen Andy Dalton play decently well this year. We just saw Nick Foles play decently well. I think they could have figured out some wins if Matt Nagy wasn't the head coach with those guys. But I have accepted the fact that they are committed to Justin Fields. They are going to play him no matter what. They are committed to playing him. So I have to get on board with that for right now until we get a new head coach. But Andy Dalton is going to play. He's going to start. That has rubbed people the wrong way. Because Nick Foles just stepped in and got you a win. And he walked out of that game healthy. So Andy Dalton has been sitting. sitting. Why not just play Nick Foles? That's where it's rubbed people the wrong way. And I heavily agree. But you want to know why they're going to play Andy Dalton? $10 million. That's why they're going to play him. They paid Andy Dalton $10 million to come in and be the quarterback. Then they draft Justin Fields. So part of it has to be like, did we just waste $10 million? We could have just had Nick Foles. We could have gotten somebody else to be a third string. They are playing him because it's 10. They're going to give you 10 million reasons why they're going to start him. <clears throat> but it uh, did rub people the wrong way, and I am fully on board with they should have just started Nick Foles. To had a decent game in a snowy condition. You're about to play in snowy condition right now. Why not play him? Why not start him? And then if he's struggling, yeah, put Andy Dalton in. But he's a former Super Bowl MVP. Just let him play. Let Andy Dalton be on the sideline. If Justin Fields is there, they can help each other out. He can say, yeah, this is what he's seeing uh, to let him learn. Because, again... I think regardless of who they bring in, if it's Doug Peterson, if it's Caldwell, they're probably going to play Justin Fields no matter what. Let the guy learn. Let Andy Dalton be there to talk to him. Ask Nick Foles questions because Andy Dalton's won a lot of games, but Nick Foles has won the Super Bowl. He's been there. So just, just ask them questions like, okay, this is what you're seeing on this defense. Okay, in this weather, this is why we're calling this play. With the weather being this way, this is why we're going to move this way. This is why my foot works this way. That type of stuff. But Andy Dalton's going to play. Fine. He can help you get the win against the Giants. So, looking at the stats, it's kind of funny. Um, let's look at the Giants, then we'll look at the Bears. Giants average 16.5 points a game. They've been in a free fall. You know, you had Jason Garrett as our offensive coordinator. They fired him a couple weeks ago, which which is strange to see an offensive coordinator get fired. It's his second year, I think, maybe. And... It's kind of weird to see that, especially when he leaves and Dallas is still doing well. <laughs> Probably hurtful. So they only average 16.5 points a game. They give up 24. They only get 317 yards a game, 220 through the air, <clears throat> 95 on the ground. They give up 375 yards a game, 250 through the air, 125 on the ground. <clears throat> now the Bears. They average 17.7 points a game. They give up 24. They get 331 yards a game. 209 through the air. 122 on the ground. They give up 347 yards. 223 through the air. And 124 on the ground. So, Giants only 
get about 95 rush yards a game. The Bears are only giving up 124 a game. But we give up more through the air of 223, and the Giants get 250. So I think the Giants see that. The Bears have a decent rush attack. But I So I'm sitting here saying they're going to pass. But with the snowy conditions, who knows? I could see them try to attack that run game and say, okay, we don't get a lot of run yards, but it's snowing. We're going to have to establish the run. The Giants have had injuries. They haven't played well. They've had a real fall from grace from the Super Bowls. They've been okay since then, but then they've really kind of taken a dive. You know, Daniel Jones has been up and down. He's been hurt. Um, so, you know, this this is a total bull. Like, it's really hard to say and say what they do. I mean, the Bears are just going to have to come out and really have a good rush defense because – with the snowy conditions, you're not going to see maybe a whole ton of pass yards. They're going to try it, but you have to have a good run game. So that defensive line, if Akeem Hicks and them are out or they're not healthy, you're going to have to have these defensive linemen play way better than they did against Seattle. They're going to have to come up and really tackle. They're going to have to contain that line of scrimmage. And then your linebackers are going to come and make plays. And you're going to have to really fluster the quarterback because you can't let them sit in the pocket when they go to pass it for – six seconds because with the snowy conditions with your safeties and corners you don't want them to slip and fall because they're trying to play for a while so you're gonna have to get pressure on quarterback you're gonna have to contain the line of scrimmage corners and safeties are gonna be fine i don't think the giants have that big of a talent to really compete with the safeties and corners but you're gonna have to make sure that you're not letting them sit there for four or five six seven seconds to pass if they do move out, if you get the quarterback to move outside the pocket, you gotta you gotta keep him in the middle. I think try to keep him out because you get him to move. That's another thing we're gonna slip there too. So you have to try to keep him in a pocket, get pressure up the middle on defense. Offensively, again we we just said Andy Dalton's gonna get the start, which I Andy Dalton's a nice guy in the words of Big Cat. He's a nice guy, but he is going to. Let's see how he does. He gets rid of the ball quick. He's played in these cold conditions in Cincinnati. He's played at Chicago, so it's going to be fine. Um, if he's struggling, put Nick Foles in. It's not going to hurt anything. I think Nick Foles should have started anyway. He proved he got you the win. But I think this is coming from uh, – it could be for two reasons. One, $10 million speaks a lot to start Andy Dalton. And two – if it's true from what we're seeing on the sidelines and reports of last year, the year before, do Andy Dalton and Matt Na- or Nick Foles and Matt Nagy butt heads a lot? Is this a decision where Matt Nagy just doesn't want to start him? Who knows? But we are wrapping up on the show. You know, we're coming up on almost the fifty-six minute mark. Um, we're ra- also maybe wrapping up the Matt Nagy era. Even though if they go on a win streak here, because they got the Giants and they've got the Vikings. Um, I think the Bears can pull this win off with whoever plays quarterback. They're just going to distribute the ball around to wide receivers. Uh, with with Matt, with Andy Dalton, he's a great play-action quarterback. He's good at getting the ball quick, so quick passes. I think we need to see Herbert more in run games, but also maybe in pass games with screen games because they're going to be looking at Montgomery running the ball. He can run some good screens or vice versa. We need to see more of that. More of Jimmy Graham, even outside of the, the red zone. But Andy Dalton's going to distribute the ball over the place. I think against the New York Giants defense, we're going to be able to run the ball a lot better than we did against Seattle. So look for the run game. Look for short passes from Andy Dalton, all of them. So the Bears are going to get the win today. I haven't said that in a long time. So bear down. The Bears will get the win. 
Hopefully it's not a really close game, but with the conditions, you never know. And we're the Bears. We might let a team hang around. Who knows? It's Matt Nagy. Who knows? But the Bears are going to get the win. Bear down. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this is our Belly Up Sunday pregame show. Um, real quick, we'll, we'll show uh, the schedule again. We're wrapping up mine. Um, it, you know, Central Time, it's 8 to or uh, eight to 9 Central Time. Uh, 9 to 10 Eastern Time is the Bears pregame. Stay tuned right after this. You're watching the video version. Zach, Kelsey, DJ, and the crew for 4th and 4. It will be from 10 to 11 Eastern Time, uh, 9 to 10 Central Time, and then 11 to 12 Eastern Time, Rough Cuts, 12 to 1, MD's Fantasy. Uh, so stay tuned if you're watching the video version for that. We are literally live. It's one after the other. Uh, again, like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend, follow it wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Um, Check out ColorCast again. We're going to try to do more live stuff on ColorCast. I was live today on YouTube, live on ColorCast. Go check it out. It's only for Apple users right now, but it will get to Samsung and Android here before you know it. Again, Bears are going to win. Bear down. Um, check out all the stuff on Belly Up. Check out the videos coming up after this. Thank you guys so much. This has been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. And just like Matt and Aggie with the Bears, hopefully at the end of the year, we are out of here. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hi. I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.